What did I just say? Test. Test, 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 test. Testing. Ha, 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 ha. Look, we're talking over one another because blah, that's blah, what blah, happens. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Perfect. <Cool>. Okay. <laughs> um, you want to start? You start? Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Sarah. And, and we're Too Drunk to drunk Trek. Oh, uh, it's so much easier when we're together. Oh, my God. It's so it's, good. Well, because, like, I don't know, just I, I can, like, see. Sarah does motions when she's saying too drunk to trek like it's there it's like a choreographed dance oh. and so i know my beat I, I know when to come in i speak with my body <laughs> and that is true um so that it's so much easier yeah because i don't like i'm sure that i do look at the screen when we're like not together yeah but i don't like remember ever looking at the screen it c- when we're together it could possibly be that i also am just like when it's a computer screen i'm less uh animated animated yeah yeah i don't know, I don't know yeah what it whatever is. it's much easier guys yeah, this, this is, is so just much better. better it's better we are just i think we've said this before but we are both fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated. like by days and days and days this, we're, the cdc says that we are allowed to be in a room unmasked together yeah fauci said it bitch so it's a Real thing now. It's fine. It's fucking fine. (laughs) So we um we watched this episode and we actually tried to have Dan Mackin come on. I know he doesn't listen, but I want him to hear only this one part where we shame him for choosing his livelihood over our podcast really good episode. Yeah, this would have been the perfect Mackin episode because I know he has Harry Mud knowledge. A lot of it. That like, we need. Like, uh, so much of it. Um, but it was, this was, again, keeping with the theme of season two, it was almost silly campy. Like, over yeah. the top. It was campy. And it was campy enough to not be uncomfortable. Even yeah. though it should have probably been uncomfortable. There were some uncomfortable things that yeah. were going on. But it was, it didn't, it never felt like, we were more focused on how fucking stupid it was than... Yeah. How uncomfortable it probably should have been. And just to state, this episode is called I'm Mud. And it is our second Harry Mud episode. Yes. And I will just start out by saying I was looking forward to another Mud episode. Only because I assumed beautiful women in beautiful costumes. That is not what happened. No. Not what we got. No, we got pretty women. They're fine. Like nothing against them. They're they I were they're I, women designed by men. I uh, <laughs> yes. Well, we're I think we we'll get there eventually. But I I I feel like the women in the previous mud episode were women who were pretty, and then a magic pill made them beautiful. beautiful. And the women in this episode were like, and I had said this to Sarah earlier, they were pencil tucky beautiful. Like, if you went into a country bar and you saw one of these women, you would have been like, that's a pretty woman in yeah. comparison to, she's got all of her teeth. Yeah. And, and she's got all of her teeth. she's skinny. She's not fat. She's skinny. Thank God. All of her teeth. Thank God she's not fat. That would have been terrible. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> <sighs> what? What? Who would make a fat android? Yes. It actually would probably cost more. <laughs> it would be more parts. It's not cost I mean, efficient. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
<laughs> really, it was just, you know, I actually, I don't know a lot about Mud. I think that he would also be a chubby chaser. Like, I don't imagine he wouldn't, he'd say no to a thick girl. I, I, I don't think he's a chubby chaser. I think he's... A chaser? He's just a chaser. <laughs> I feel like yeah, his, his uh, values and what he enjoys... It's a it's a spectrum, Sarah. It's a spectrum, a hairy mud spectrum. It's a hairy mud spectrum, <laughs> and which sounds terrible. It's just, <laughs> yeah, when you say that, love is a hairy mud spectrum. <laughs> Don't do that. No, no, no. Oh shit. Okay, we okay. should get. Yeah, let's go. Let's okay. go. What are we? Eight minutes, no. almost nine minutes in. Let's, this is fine. Let's start. Everything's fine, guys. Hey guys. Sorry about that. Future Sarah here. Um, This episode is called I, Mud. Um, We start out with, uh, we're on the ship, and McCoy and Spock are walking by a random guy. We're in a hallway. We're in the hallway. We're in a hallway. Good point. Yes. And they walk by this random guy we've never seen before. And, uh, you know, uh, McCoy is just like, hey, Norman, or whatever his name is. Norman, It's Norman. It's Norman. They say it like 20 times. Normal Norman. Yeah, normal Norman. Nothing to see here. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Oh, shit. But McCoy knows, like, right off the bat that something's, like, weird about this guy. So he's like, I don't know. I don't think I like him. And yeah. Spock's like, whoa. The, the dude just says, morning, sir. Morning, sir. And then he walks and gets into the elevator and then it's Spock and Bones. And Spock, Bones is like, I don't fucking I like, like him. I don't I like him. him. No. That guy sucks. And Spock is like, um, like, why? He seems perfectly normal to me. He's only been here 72 hours. Yeah, he's How like... How can you even know? Yeah, he's just a normal dude. And Bones is like, I don't know. I just don't fucking like him. He sucks. Yeah. Well, he says, um, there's something wrong with somebody who never smiles, never talks about his background. Um, and, and he's like, well, you know, if they don't have pointy ears and aren't Vulcan... The the ears make all the difference, Spock. Yeah, he acts like a robot. uh, And that sucks, unless it's you in particular. Unless you're a Vulcan, and then it's normal. It's awkward. It's wackety-schmackety-do bullshit. Yeah, it's stupid. And then um, he says, also, which, by the way, I think way more relevant than the first thing he said, he's avoided two physicals with me. Yeah. Like, that That, were required. You should have led with that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why is he avoiding... The mandated physicals. Yeah. That's a problem. And then Spock jumps in and he's like, well, maybe uh, he's avoided your physicals because he's scared of your beads and rattles. It's, you know what? Yes, Sarah's not wrong in her guttural grunts. But also, from a Vulcan's perspective, I think that shamans... Well, yeah, yeah. I I think it's a it's a it's not a medical mind or or I guess that Spock doesn't even get a medical mind. No, so he, he does. definitely doesn't get a shaman's mind. Yeah, so but I think that's what he's trying to uh, say is that this is not any kind of science based. Yeah, anything and and you are primitive. That's that's it's he's supposed to be insulting bones i guess it's just like when you jump into somebody because like i'm sure there's people out there who still believe in like the spirituality of shamanism and everything to that effect and like if you're not hurting other people with it or replacing actual science with it 
fine, maybe, do your thing. <laughs> I almost think Spock's even, like, Spock is just like, you know, let's, you, you guys are, you do your thing, but he believes in science. Yeah, but me- what Bones does is science. Medicine is science. Like, Western medicine. <laughs> he <laughs> took concrete and saved an alien. Well, that's because he turns out is an engineer and a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he is an engineer and, and, and a, doctor. a doctor. Anyhow, so basically, Spock yes. insults him and he's like, maybe he's afraid of you, you being primitive idiot. I thought it was more like uh, this, the... Superstitious, not superstitious, even like the paranoid side of him, like the side of him that I don't know. I'm, I'm. Off. I mean that that could that could be the intuition side. Yeah, he's it's like the intuition. He's like you're not using your brain, so you're, yeah, you're using, using your, your beads and rattles. Yeah, yeah, to, that totally tracks. Yeah, I don't know. It, I didn't care for it. That's where I'm ending on it. Yeah. I don't like it. Didn't find that a good line anyway. Yeah. Well, so he goes. Bones is like, well, he's not nice enough. Yeah, basically that. And then we go to... Well, no, no. And then oh. he says, I find your argument strewn with gaping logic. <laughs> and I fucking love that line. I mean, that's really good. That sounds like something your daughter would say. Yes. I find your argument strewn with, with gaping, gaping logic. logic. <laughs> Bitch. Except for Whew. the fact that McCoy's right. Yeah, well... <laughs> Because the immediate next scene, Norman walks into a room where there's a guy sitting at a panel, and he karate chops the guy out. Into unconsciousness. <laughs> into unconsciousness. Um, and then he takes over. Yep. And we go to Sulu on the bridge, and he says that uh, they, they have an unplanned course change. And Kirk's like, okay, we'll fix that, because we're not going to do that. And he's like, "I turns out I can't. Like, we're going wherever we're going. Yeah, I can't correct this, so, uh... And so he says, Ahura, have Spock report to the bridge. Shit's going down. Um, and Kirk, uh, calls someone, and he's like, we have an intruder on board. Red alert. That sort of thing. And then, uh, security goes to investigate where this guy was, and they find the guy that he karate chopped in the chair. And security calls back, and they're like, oh, they kn- he knocked Jordan out, whoever did this. Um, and Kirk says, is there any sign of the intruder? And security is like, no, he's gone. But they've, they've taken over the Jordan's chair and are, like, doing their thing. And my first thought was, like, nobody looked behind them. He's yeah. not there anymore, and it's fine. But, like, they didn't look around. Just a simple glance. It's a big room. Elsewhere, yeah. They weren't, it wasn't <laughs> just, like... Like, okay, so if I walked into your office yeah, and I was like, oh, there's nobody here, like, I think that would be accurate, but all of the rooms on the Starship Enterprise are large. Like, you you should maybe look behind that filing cabinet, like, that's just standing erect in the middle of the room. Well, look around. And they, the way they walk in, um, like, they walk through the door. And they're looking at a guy passed out in a chair most of the time. You yeah. wouldn't necessarily look to your left and behind you to see if anybody's in that darkened corner. Yeah, again, even in Sarah's office, I can definitely... Yeah. If she's passed out in her chair, I don't need to look... Yeah. There. There. Well, there's also shit there. There's I have a lot too of much shit, shit there. There's a lot of... No one can be in here. Yeah. Or... <laughs> There's a lot of people hiding under my... It's like a hermit woman. You do have a closet. It's a, but that's... It's like... It's, it's like I didn't even look in the closet. I was like, nope, nobody's here. 
That's basically what happened. Couldn't be. He's not there in this guy's defense. But my first thought was he's behind him and he's going to karate chop him. (laughs) So Spock has entered the bridge. He's, he informs him of everything that's going on. He's like, hey, we're on an unplanned course change and we're just going where we're going, I guess. Unscheduled ride. An unscheduled ride. Bow, bow, wow. Yeah. And so they're not able to uh, get any of the instruments to respond, to fix it. And then we go to Norman, who has entered engineering, where Scotty is. And Scotty's like, what are you doing here? And then he just gets fucking plowed out of the way. He basically, (laughs) so Norman walks in and Scotty is to his immediate right. For some reason, it's a corner. I have no idea why Scotty would just be standing in a corner, but that's what was happening. Uh, So Norman, the door's open. Norman walks in. Scotty's like, you're not authorized to be here. And the dude just like slams him into a wall with his hand. Like not even, or I think it's to his left. He's just like, and then Scotty is pretty much passed out for a while now, and he just fucks up all of engineering. He just fucks him up. It's a muscle tussle. It's a muscle tussle. We didn't even drink everyone. for it. We, I drank. We drank. Well, we drank, we drank but not for time. that in particular. That's true. Um, and so Scotty gets slammed against the wall and kind of slouches down, and then eventually makes his way to a panel, which I don't understand where it was he, in the room. Okay, so this I this I did notice. Okay, he got. Pushed out of the way, right, guys? To the left of the door, we'll say. That's what we're going to say. And that's, like, the beginning of the room. And somehow, throughout this muscle tussle, where I'm pretty sure Scotty never touches Norman again. No. He ends up at the other end of the room, at the other end of the panel, over a button. It made no (laughs) sense. Because this, like, Norman is fucking up everybody. Norman's just just beating the shit out of people. Pow, pow, chop, chop, chop. Like, just super... Chop, chop, chop. Oh, and while this is happening, Kirk is talking to Scotty over the intercom, yeah. and he's like, Scotty, he's in your area. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? So, <laughs> Scotty somehow ends up, and I thought, like, so when the doors open up and the dude smashes Scotty into the wall, there's, like, a console right there, and I thought that that's the one that Scotty ended up at, but... We never, ever see him there. We see him at a console. Yeah. We just don't, we don't know where the console is in the room. It could be the right, it could be in the back. But the, the thing is, sense. the console that he's at, he is at the far end of. Yes. Like, and I think that's what makes it seem like it's at the other end of the room. And there's a wall behind him. But when he got smashed, he got smashed just to the left. I know, but that's not where he is. Somehow no, he went from that end all the way around. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and the whole time that Norman is just kicking engineering's fucking ass. Like, yes. he is wiping the floor with every fucking person there. Scotty is laying against his console. Not pushing a button. Not pushing a button, which turns out is all you have to do to be like, boop, Captain. Dude's here. Yeah, which, by the way, Kirk already told him. Yeah. Which I thought was quite funny. Yeah, so... Kirk's like, he's there! And everyone's getting their ass kicked. And Scotty's like, he's here! Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, guess what? How do you even write that poorly? Guess what? He's here. (laughs) Please. Um, everyone knows. So, um, then we go to the bridge, where we're picking up speed. Because... Now Norman's in charge of engineering. And they're they're at warp five. They're at warp fucking warp, six. Warp, 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 warp seven, guys. They are at warp seven I now. need more warp. 
And Norman walks onto the bridge. And he's like, well, first Kirk's like, whoa, Norman, what's all this about? And yeah, Norman's fuck like, you. I'm in control of your ship now. <laughs> I'm the captain I'm now. I'm the captain now. We say that so much in this episode, by the way. Not even this episode. I Like, Sarah and I are seriously, like, we kind of mostly abandoned the drinking, the drinking game yeah. rules. But if we were going to put one in today, like right now, it would be any time that we say in our podcast, uh-huh. I'm the captain now. Or someone else takes over the Enterprise. <laughs> well, that's the only time we say it. Because so many people take over the fucking Enterprise. I mean, we said it about Sulu and he didn't technically have... In in Mirror Mirror, he gets in a fight with Kirk, but he doesn't win it. But he thinks he did. And he's like, I'm, I'm the, the captain, captain now. now. <laughs> that's fair. But he didn't actually take over. So it but that wasn't even the real Enterprise. That's true. Was... Yeah, I think it's just like if we say the words, I'm the captain now... The Mirner Prize? The Mirner Prize? No. I don't know. We're going to have a Merlotta fun tonight, guys. (laughs) Don't rain near on my parade. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Bill, we're sorry. Yeah, we're not even to the intro, guys. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This has been 20 minutes. We gotta get get our shit together. So, Spock has confirmed that there is no way that they can take control, alter course, or anything without destroying the vessel. Nope. He's like, this guy's not lying. He's not bluffing. We can't do that. No, we're fucked. So, um, Kirk says, who even are you? And Norman says, I'm not a threat to you. But we require your ship. We, yeah, we mean no harm. Yeah, we mean no harm. And he's like, well, who are we? And then Norman pulls up his shirt and pulls down his pants. and pull, no, Just I'm a little. Me. No, he doesn't pull down his <laughs> he pants. He doesn't pull down his pants. He, he pulls his just, shirt up. He does though. pull up his shirt. And it's very obvious makeup. Over, yeah. And he pulls a flap up and he's. He's a robot. There's an animated robot tummy of gears. He's a robot. It's very like I would I would love to know what that looked like in the 60s. No. They definitely no. Oh, like did an overlay and they were like just <laughs> pretend like it looked this good. It still looked like Bad. LED lit cassettes and random buttons. But a cartoon version of them. Yeah. <laughs> like a video game. Um, then so, we get the intro! intro! And so, Kirk says, you're an android. And Spock says that he's a most sophisticated android. Because, no, Spock didn't even notice he was an android. Only Bones. Yeah, <laughs> only Bones is like, that boy ain't right. It's because Bones is an asshole, though, so. He's um, intuitive, Sarah. Oh, intuitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Into it. No, okay. I'm not going to move on. So, uh, <laughs> they're four days from their destination. And uh, Kirk's like, who sent you? And Norman's like, well, I'm not programmed to reply to that right now. Yeah, I can't tell you. So. And also, I'm going to go to sleep right now. Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to turn myself up. And Spock's like, I don't think we're going to get a response. See you in four days. Yep. Bitches. So, seems we're taking a trip. We go to a captain's log where they've been at warp seven for four days. Um, and then they're orbiting a never charted planet and Norman magically wakes up. So very quick four days. Uh, I don't know what they did for, like, what do you, you're not, you're not working. You just panic. I don't know. 
I know what I would do with four days off. I hope they have video games 200 years in the future. We definitely know they have 3D chess. We know that for sure. I don't want to play 3D chess for four days. They they could probably just get real drunk. That's true. That's probably what I would do. That's what McCoy did. (laughs) That's what McCoy does. (laughs) Is that normal four days? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Hijacked ship four days? Same difference. I assume if my ship was hijacked for four days, I would be like, y'all, we need to get hammered. Dude. <laughs> what else are we going to do? Hammered. We got nothing. They could have a formal dance in the bowling alley. They could have a formal dance in the bowling alley. Plenty <laughs> of time to clean up. We figured it out. Okay. So <laughs> That's what we would do in four days. Yes, exactly. So Norman has woken up and he's like, uh, so we are sending... A few of you down to the planet. We're going to require your, the captain, Kirk, the science officer, the medical officer, the communications officer, and the navigations officer. Turns out navigation. I, this is where, (laughs) in my notes, I'm so mad about it. Because I wrote Kirk, Spock, Uhura, Bones, and Sulu. Because fucking Sulu is the navigation officer. But it turns out... He's not. They send down Chekhov. Chekhov is who appears on the planet. And I am I was really disappointed. But I think we, Sarah and I talked about it a little bit. And we were like, no, we already had one uh, minority. minority and so it. we can't, we don't need another one. Let's put the Russian. Like, we really yeah. hate Russians. If they put two minorities down on the planet, they'd almost be a majority. And that's almost. just almost two out of 500 basically taking over. Everybody needs to be white men. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, Everyone. I I do. I don't know if there's a difference. I know that Sulu is technically the helmsman. So maybe, and we know that Chekhov charted navigation for other episodes. So maybe he is the navigations officer. And maybe Sulu's like the pilot. He's the, he is the pilot. I know that. He's the helmsman. Okay. But I, I thought Sulu as well. When I, just, I heard navigation, I was like, it's Sulu. Duh. I feel like they have never broken that apart well enough for us to... To know the difference. To know the difference. Also, we just wanted Sulu and not Chekhov. Yeah. No, we, I was so excited for Chekhov all oh last season. Oh my god. But this... Like, well... But I've had plenty of him. Yeah. <laughs> We're, We're good. We're good. I'm done. <laughs> Sulu in this episode would have been fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. That would he would have been so very good. funny. He would have had a good time. God, it would have been so good. <sighs> so much better. Than so us. they beam down. Yep. And it's they're just... they're in a room, and on a throne, surrounded by two schladies, is Harry fucking Mud. Yeah. Well, two other schladies lead them into the room where Harry Schmud oh, is. Yeah, the so door there's technically opens. yeah, there's four. Women that all look the same. Identical. Identical. We're going to call them basic bitches. They're basic bitches. But not in like they're a mean blonde, way. They're not They're basic. Yeah, they, um. They're the pumpkin in, the pump, pumpkin lattes. The, their names were pumpkin, spice, latte, bitch. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yeah. Um, then Uggs. there's four. There's probably an Uggs. There was someone in there had Uggs. I don't know who. And yeah. a scarf. Yeah. But definitely a scarf. That's their names. Pumpkin spice, oh, Uggs, scarf, and hashtag I love fall. Hashtag I love fall. <laughs> Basically, yeah. and I'm not dissing on anyone. I like I 
They were you all, do, do you. They were all beautiful women. You. Like, but they weren't MUDS women beautiful. No. They weren't wearing ball gowns of glitter. And sequins. And a poncho of glitter. And there was no yeah. periwinkle, no fringe. Their hairs was the same. Their makeups was the same. Like, their eyes were the same. They were literally for the exact same person. Yeah. And you know what? I just, I just. It makes sense within the story, but. I didn't care. The MUDS women that we were anticipating. Were beautiful. Were they, glamorous. Oh, they were everything. We were, we were looking forward to that part. And we were a little disappointed with the hashtag basic bitch. And the hashtag basic costume. Yeah. Like, Oof. their dresses were so on point last time Mud existed. And we made a whole post about it. We did. And these, good. these women, who are beautiful in their own right, just don't give a shit about what they're wearing. Nope. Like, and they they all had these wigs that did, like, a little flip. And, like, it was like There a, were brunettes. They, brunette women with blue eyes. And the wigs were large brunette. bouffant with a little flip. Mm. Their clothes were... So they had on sparkle tights, which... I love the sparkle tights, not with this outfit. I don't love sparkle tights. I they love seem them. really uncomfortable. Sarah and I are very different people, and we respect that about each other, but they looked awful to me. They were the exact same sparkle tights that uh, the girl in the Shakespeare episode was wearing. Yeah. They which were I also hated. And I also If loved. you will recall. <laughs> and I loved them. Um, but I don't like them. And then over top of the sparkle tights was like this... Um, salmon color, like a dark salmon. Yeah, it was a it was a beautiful color, orangey thing with like some goldish looking flower stars. I think the flowers were just like they were like a shimmery, darker same color. If that makes sense, I don't remember them well, actually being. They, a different yeah, well, color. they were shimmery. That's like, they were they shimmery. Out. They were yeah. shimmery. And I think the real killer of the whole thing, other than the yeah. fact that fuck those tights, was. <laughs> Everything was wrapped up in, like, the silver weird rope. Like, they yeah. went in weird places. That it, it was in their hair, and it, like, was around their waist and over their shoulders and also just hung down. I think they were trying the Grecian thing, which is fine. But, but like poorly. Yeah, if they had, like, Carrie and I were discussing how they could have done this right. The print beautiful like those those like shiny like darker flowers over sheer salmon fabric it could have been very pretty if they had just like left it like a flowing like you know which they've done several times in the show is just happy flowy things like yeah flowy beautiful fabric over a very like tight outfit is gorgeous you can do it yeah that's not what they did here and no it was disappointing that's all we're saying everybody's dressed like that all the women that we see are dressed identical which probably took a bunch of time so you know props to you costume but well i'm guessing that they probably made it that simple because they had to make like 12 of them or whatever for that one scene where every woman walked in wearing the same thing. But I think it would have been much easier to put, like, a silver tank top on with the silver leggings and just have the captain flowing over top. You know what would have been hot? Without all the fucking ropes. Like, booty shorts and... Well, that's... And a belly shirt. That never would have happened, though. But it would have looked great. It would (laughs) have... It would have been fine. That is... Not what, not what we saw. Absolutely not what happened. No. It was like they were 
they did their best. Okay, yeah. we need we, to. No, guys, we we needed to get that out. We were. It was. That's the most we're going to talk about that fashion. Yep. Uh, but we needed to be mad about it. Yep. Now we're going to talk about some more fashion. Yep. So, so they walk. Sorry, honest Bill. <laughs> they, huh, they walk into the room and there's Mud <laughs> on a throne. On a throne. And he's wearing like, this is different fashion. It doesn't fucking count. He looks kind of like an emperor. Like he yeah. has regal. Like Captain Crunch. Yes. <laughs> he looks like Captain Crunch. He does. <laughs> But without the hat. Yes, he doesn't have a hat on because he, he does have balding a, head. He has a similar mustache. Oh yeah, he's though. got the just swirly mustache. The handlebar. Handlebars. Thingy. But Mud is sitting there, and Kirk's just like, "Oh mother, he's like fucker. Harry fucking Mud, fucking shit, God fucking damn it." Um, but more importantly about Harry Mud before we go into their their bickery lovers quarrel that they get into, um, we have Mud's shoulder pads. Oh my god! They are well, cause like like Captain Crunch, they have like the fringe on the side, you know, guys. And but they're they're sh- supposed to be gold. They're supposed they are gold, and they're supposed to like usually these kinds of <laughs> shoulder pads like stand out above the shoulder, like beyond the shoulder. To give the male the appearance of, like, really square, broad shoulders. But that's not what these ones do. No, they just hang, like, a little bit to the front, kind of. And the way that they did it, instead of doing, like, I I think this is costuming being a little bit lazy. Like, instead of making a stripe that a circle attaches to, they just made a dick shape. It's dick. It's like balls. You got your rounded balls. Large, large round balls. Large rounded balls and a little chody dick. It is a little chody dick. (laughs) A little chody dick. And then there's some, like, gold tassel hair. Hairy, hairy gold tassel. At the bottom of the giant fucking balls. It's just a dick and balls on each shoulder. It's a dick and balls on each shoulder. And And they're glittery. I'm going to post that on the Instagram because I Sarah sat through and took the picture it's with so beautiful with the face but it was so you know what beautiful? it was usually when they do the stripey it ends in a square oh and they ended it in a circle it's like rounded yeah and it definitely is just a it, that's a cack and balls with some hairy it balls. It was a cock and balls. And the picture that I'm sending, it is kind of cut off in it. Um, so when you see it on Instagram. Just know. Just know it's very rounded. Yeah. Um, but I, th- the look on Mud's face is just about perfect enough. Yeah. That the puppy made a really cute noise, guys. Yeah, she, guys, the puppy's, the puppy's really sad right she's now. She's dreaming. Oh, she's dreaming. She dreams a lot. Yeah, so we walk in, and there's Mud in his, like, Imperial March outfit, and he yeah. goes, hey, what's up? Welcome to my planet. My whole planet. This is mine. I own it. And then him and Kurt get into this bickering match like they i feel like there's some sexual tension there like uh yeah <laughs> like, like whoo yeah it got intense yeah. there but kirk's like oh you son of a bitch and 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 you know um mud's just like oh jamie oh you always get so saucy um and they are he's like now now like you don't get a communicate with your ship and they have this back and forth um he's like when, when he says that the one of his lady 
he had already said, all these mm-hmm. are robots. They're all androids and they're mine and they do what I say. And I love them. And Kirk pulls out the communicator and he's like, well, I'm going to call up my Enterprise and they're going to fix this. And then the lady robot Alice that we hate her outfit, she just grabs the communicator and crumples it. Mm-hmm. with Not even like a side glance. She just does it. She's like, this is and then now. Kirk is nice like, broken. oh, shit. And Mun's like, yeah, you're not you're not talking to anybody because yeah. fuck you. You're going to do what I want. And also, you're going to love it here. You know how I have all these robot bitches? You can have all the robot bitches you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kirk tries to talk to me. He's like, hey, listen, you don't talk here. You listen and I get to talk because Mud is the king of this world. I'm the king of the world! Exactly. He's on the end of his Titanic world. Yeah. Just enjoying it. There's an Alice in front of him, but who knows what number she is. Oh, all of the Alices are wearing, actually everyone is wearing a necklace with a number on it. And so, he then says, you guys should, you know, start relaxing, get comfy. You're going to be here Maybe for the rest of your lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I made 500 women. I made 500 of these basic Alice, bitches. Of, of Alice's. I made 500 Alice's. Okay, here's the thing about the 500 Alice's that he made and why I think Mud's women were so much hotter. Um, this is my theory. Well, it's Carrie's theory. I've built upon it in my own head. So head uh, cannon. That my, is like Sarah's specialty. It's my head cannon. Yeah. Um, so you know how when you're playing a video game and you have a character creator and you spend hours making the most beautiful character you can imagine and they still just look not that good. But that's Alice because he didn't have a woman like no. that was already pre-programmed in that was beautiful. He was making a woman from yeah. memory and she's not ugly. She's just yeah, she's just, you She's know. not, when you think of Mud's women, they were fucking gorgeous because they were created by... From women. From a women. Like, yeah. well... Or, from from a women's. From a... Well, they were created from, I just, like, like, genetics I, made them. They're, well, they're, both their parents were probably my, pretty attractive. My theory is that <laughs> the women in the original Mud's Women series, like, they were women... Mm-hmm. who had a sort of like, I don't, sorry, that's fine. Oh, that's for me? Yeah, I'll get my own. Sarah got me a beer, guys. I do my best. We're probably going to cut this out because it's going to be a really long episode. Nope, but Sarah, Sarah's going to listen to this and be like, I did do that. That was so nice of me. Oh, I got myself a beer, um, too. But my theory is that the women were in control of how they looked. Their costume. And, and they they were the ones who created... The beautiful hairstyles yeah. and the makeup and the actual dresses, like, they got to be their ideal selves. Yeah. Whereas Mud was just creating a vague... A thing to have sex with. NPC to put his dick in. Like, it, 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 those are very different things. Yeah. When a woman thinks about her ideal self and how the most beautiful version of her would look, it's going to look way different than a guy going, can I put my dick in it? It's also going to be way more varied, which I think was important. Like, all of mm-hmm. these women look the same. And when you have, like... They are the same. They're all Alice. Yeah. When you Alice. have a line... Who the fuck is Alice? <laughs> yeah. <a> good song. <laughs> that's that's a song. You can look it up. <laughs> look it up, guys. But, but when you have a line of, like, 500 women who all look the same, it's not that exciting. But when you have three 
very different, beautiful women. It's just better. Like, yeah. I, I do, I truly believe the yep. things that make people 100%. beautiful is the things that make them different from everyone else. Yep. That's beauty. Yep. And these women don't have that because they look exactly like the person standing next to them. they have Uggs and pumpkin spice. <laughs> And they love hashtag fall. And if you love those things, more power to you. Because I also actually really like yeah, Uggs. I'm not, I have Ugg slippers. So. I, we're, we're not saying that we're not those basic. are bad things. Yeah, we're not saying basic is bad. Basic no. is not bad. But if you don't even have a say if you're going to be basic or not, and somebody makes you basic, and you just have to be like, oh, this is fine. It, like all the other 500 ladies, like it's, I don't know, that's. That feels gross. It is gross. Well, it's 100% gross because he made them just have sex with 500 of them at the same time. Which is a little weird. Not to yuck anyone's yum. Yeah. Also, men, y'all are just shooting for some kind of unrealistic stars. (laughs) No one's having sex with 500 women. Nobody is having, like, can you just focus on one? Like, come on, guys. Satisfy the one and then you get to build up. Like if you can if you can beat the final boss, <laughs> the five hundred women, fucking kudos. Think of it as like a video game. Yeah. It's like Dark Souls. <laughs> it's like Hades. You just do a like run after run after run to try yeah. and like build up the stamina to keep yeah, going. But like, don't pretend like you're gonna do shit when five hundred women appear and no. want to have sex with you. So moving on, Kirk wants. Uh, navigation back. He wants that to is going to feel like Sarah edited it, but she didn't. No, that's just, <laughs> just me coming back in. Yep. I'm trying so hard, guys. Nope. Um, and he's like, I I want to get back on my ship and I want to go. And he's like, ah, I wish we could do that, but it's against the law. And I made the law because I'm the king yeah. of this world. Um, <laughs> and so. Spock's like, I just don't get why you'd want 500 of the same woman. Like, this just doesn't compute. And he says, well, that's because you, sir, are not equipped to understand. He's, yeah. like, being a dick about Spock that. is like, this is redundant. It's redundant. That's how he says it. And Mud's like, well, you just wouldn't understand Swedish twins. You just don't. You just, you don't get it. Also, the idea that you... Personally, I am gonna yuck a yum here. Incest. Just don't ha- want to have sex with twins. Like they're sisters. Oh no! Yeah, they are related. Yuck, yuck, yuck. That's disgusting. So at least robots aren't technically related. What we noticed they don't have genetics. What we noticed at this point. Oh, the packages. In the background is that FedEx came to deliver some packages. Some packages. So the women are like. We, and we see more women later, but so far they're pretty ornately dressed, even if we don't care for it. Yeah. There's a lot of point. like accessories. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fucking rope, but the dudes are all wearing essentially gray, um, leotards. Yeah. Leotards and sweatshirts. <laughs> And that are gray. All you can see is cups. It's just like, uh, like because if they if they weren't wearing a cup, you'd see balls. It would be a dick and balls like that. Yeah. It would be a penis yeah. and testicles. Because it's fucking leotards, it's, and yeah. it's just they, it doesn't look. I, I cannot discern a ball from a dick, so I assume it's oh, a cup. It's like a it's like a kin. It's like yeah. a kin doll. It is, but I assume <laughs> what they did was like because I know that they make cups of different sizes. Yeah. They were like, you know what? Let's just 
Everybody gets a large. Everyone gets a... We're not gonna... Well, it's just like... We're it'll gonna, look better. We're not gonna cock shame. Everybody gets a large. Well, and it's it's uniform. They're robots. Yeah. They all probably have a really meaty tuck. Like... Yeah. That's my guess. But it's not a tuck because it's... There's no. no they, they definitely like... They all... We're relatively certain it's the 60s. They all have penises. But they just shove them in a cup. Yeah. Put a fucking leotard on them. And that's it. Like, all the dudes look pretty much the same, except for none of their body types are the same, or their hair color, <laughs> or their height, All of their outfits anything. are the same. But their outfits are identical, and they're and their fucking hair, boring. their haircuts are the same, and because they're all... Because Mud does not give a shit about males, no, which we learn later. No, we do learn later. I not give a fuck. Nope. And so... So FedEx delivered some packages, ma'am. There's just a couple packages in the <laughs> yeah, background. And yeah. they're in the background of a couple shots. It's yeah. pretty great. It's pretty hilarious. So uh, Kirk says, well, um, last time I saw you, you were in jail. So you need to explain why you're not there anymore. Which I don't understand why he's not in custody anymore. I didn't well, get that portion. No. So Sarah and I figured this out about how we do this. Is I pick up... <laughs> All of the plot. The context. Yeah. All the context. <laughs> and Sarah's really fucking good at the details. Yeah. So what happened was he essentially broke out of jail. Okay. But he says it in a very, like, elaborate, extravagant way yes. to make it... Well, I felt captive in was, this place and yeah, I decided I wasn't going to be there anymore. And Kirk goes, he broke out of jail. Yeah. And then he talks about acquiring a vessel and he's like... Like he stole a spaceship. Yeah. And then he's like, and and then I was unfairly followed to this yeah. place. And, and those vagabonds, yeah. they shot upon my ship. Yeah, and he's like, so you got shot down here because you stole the spaceship. Like, yeah, which you shouldn't it, have fucking been in. It's actually really funny. It is. But... <laughs> but and you was, know how much we hate complimenting this show. Yeah. This it was, was a really funny scene. It was good. It was... And, the, like, this actually... A, Carrie said earlier, she's not going to say it again, so I guess I have to say it for you. It's a pretty good Kirk episode. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> it's, like, he doesn't do so much of the, oh, my God. Yeah. There's, there's not a lot of drama in the episode. Maybe that's, like, the whole difference. Like, it's not dramatic. No, it's funny. It's slapstick. It, is, it's slapstick. The whole thing is slapstick. So, they have this huge conversation, and it they find out that he stole a ship, and they shot him down, and the not... No, they didn't shoot him down, but the navigation got blown. Well, and because so, he was selling information, as Carrie found out, oh, by yeah. listening. Yeah, that's why he was arrested. He was... Selling information, stolen information. And he got turned in. higher cultures. <laughs> yeah. And somebody bought the information and turned him in. And that's why he had to go to jail. Because it was the, and Kirk was like, uh, you got turned in. And he was like, how do you know? And he goes, that's what that's, I would have done. That's what I would have done. Yeah, I would have. You piece of shit. Yeah. Because you're fucking garbage. Yeah. So, um, he got turned into the Vulcans, I'm pretty sure. And then, yeah. and anyway, that's how he ended up here on this planet. Um, but he can't... Oh, wait. We it's basically lost in space. He got lost in space, <laughs> and then he ended up here, and he didn't mean to. And there's a dog. But that's what happened. That's not funny. There's no dog. There's no dog in Lost in Space. It's a robot. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of like he's a... He's like a puppy. <laughs> he's like a puppy a puppy robot puppy best friend <laughs> yeah danger <laughs> will Robinson. so um then uh 
Spock jumps in after talking about all this, and he's like, um, you took a substantial risk to get here. Like, um, you know, there must have been some sort of motive. And then Spock makes a note about how, uh, or sorry, Mud makes a note about Spock, about how this must be, like, such a great place for him. The because perfect the perfect place. place, because all these robots think just like he they does. They all talk just like you. <laughs> just like you. And that's what we all know, that you only want to be around people who are exactly like you. Yeah. So that's Just little robots, Bob. Every mm-hmm. little robot. Um, and so... And then Mud is like, um, so the problem of this perfect paradise is that... I can't leave. Yeah. Well, because Spock's won't, like... They won't let me leave. He makes that shitty comment about Spock, and Spock's like, okay, well, it seems like a pretty good place for you. I'm having trouble discerning your problem here. Yeah, like, what's the fucking problem? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, right, I'm a prisoner. They won't let me go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. which is... You know, it could be fun, but I feel like Mud, the character... He ran out of semen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Balls are all dried up. <laughs> They're not. We've seen. We saw them. <laughs> oh, we saw his on giant his shoulders. Golden dick and balls. The, the giant. I mean, I would call them luscious balls on the shoulder. <laughs> there, were, there were some. What did David call them? Meaty clankers. Is that the one? <laughs> David, you're not even in here, but I'm so disappointed in you. Meaty clackers. Meaty clackers. That's the one. Well, that makes. Like the clackers. <laughs> clack, 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 clack. Like the toy okay. you played your... with the kids. Clack, 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 clack. What were you going to say? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> of mud on this planet. Why is he, why is he ready to go? Why doesn't he well, want to because, stay here Because he, mud, is pretty much, like, he just wants the next best thing. He doesn't want to be settled. Yeah. happy. He has no interest whatsoever in basic bitch. Mud is always looking for, for the next best thing. Whatever's the next quickest dollar, whatever's coming next. That's true. He's not he's not a simple man that can just live with 500 sexy robots he designed. No, he he wants to go find another 500 sexy robots. My guess that he is designed. in his brain he's like Everything I've done from this point, it just keeps getting better. Yeah. So I need to go on to the next. Is there going to be a thousand robots at the next one? Maybe on the next planet, there's a thousand sexy robots. (laughs) I I think that Mud is the kind of person, and I think we kind of all know this person who just like is never content. It's it's like Wonderlust. Wunderlust. They can't possibly be happy where they are. They're always seeking the next best thing. They always need to go. They have to. Like my ex? No, not like your ex. That sounds like it. No, he <laughs> was a piece of shit. <laughs> Some people with Wanderlust are nice people. <laughs> oh, that's true. Don't suck. Not mud, though. <laughs> no, well, mud sucks, but I think, I, I do think that he's supposed to be the kind of character who's like quirky and funny, but he's supposed to be good because he kind of ish did the right thing last time did he he kind of ish he got forced to they found out he was selling women (laughs) and he was like oh sorry about that kind of ish but i I think i think in the 60s i think in the 
sixties. Again, that was the wackadish or do. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he's just kind of the kind of person who isn't looking for trouble, but he finds it, and then he's not sad about it when he finds it. Like, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like, he loves the adventure. He's an adventurer. He's a pirate gypsy cowboy. Yeah. That's what we described him in Mud's Women, is the pirate gypsy cowboy. And those people are all about it. All of those. Yeah. Love adventure. And he... He doesn't want to be here anymore. Yeah, because it's the, boring. The it's ro- boring. The robots actually are done with him. Yeah. One, it's boring, but also he's got no more ideas for him. Yeah, he can't. So it turns out the androids, this is like a civilization of androids that had they he ended up here and they were studying him. Like they uh-huh. were super into it. Like that's why they kind of made him like a king or a god. Because they wanted to study him. Well, and they also are are programmed to make people happy. Like they're that's their purpose. They they do need a purpose to for serve. some reason to serve. Ooh, actually, that just made a bunch of sense later. Yeah, yeah. So it, they're programmed to serve. Yes, they need to serve people. But they also need to take care of the people that they're serving, and they want mm-hmm. They are. I think seeing something in mud that is telling them that they need more humans. Yeah, he's to take care of. We're done with him. We've We're good. This guy's taken care of. Can you bring us more, please? Yeah, we have served and served. Yeah. And served. And now we're serving divorce papers. Yeah. You need to go. Because it was gross. And so um, he's like, well, we're going to have have these Alice's, who are the ones in pink, show you to, well, in salmon, I should say, because there's pink later on, um, show you to your quarters. Um, and they're like, yes, Lord. Hey, I don't, I don't re- remember exactly when it happens, but essentially uh, Mud is like, I got all this cool stuff and I get to bang robots. And it happened. 500 robots. And like, he actually kind of implies that he gets, like, that's why he's, like, that's his joy is he just gets to bang the robots. He does imply that. And, and then, he made them. And then, yeah, and then they get shown to their quarters. Um, and, but before that happens, as they're walking out, Kirk's like, what's this hole in the wall thing? And he's like, let me show you. This is the shrine to my Stella. She's my... My wife, um, she urged me into space. She's the reason I'm an explorer to get away from her nagging. Yeah. <laughs> like, he very much, he, like, makes it sound like such adoration. Until it's not. Until then he points out that it's because he never wants to see her fucking face again. Yeah. So Except- he, like, puts a little, he hits a button on the wall. And, like, and these black curtains open. Mm-hmm. And then a light shines down on her, and it is her, and she goes, Harcourt Fenton Mud, have you been drinking again? Yeah, she's really nagging. And she just nags him. Have you been putting on weight? Oh, you're disgusting. Oh, my mother said I never should have married you. Hard to cut the fuck. Like, she's just, she's mad about it. And he goes, shut up. And then he pushes the button and she goes away and he's like it's the best yeah i have made myself the this is therapy for him at last i get the last word yeah he does say that it's pretty gross um i had he actually says i had the androids make her so i could gaze upon her and rejoice in her absence (laughs) it's pretty fucked 
fucked up, but it's a little bit, it's like a little bit funny because she's an android. Like, and I assume that the real Stella is just off having a great time with some other guy who's oh my not God. as shitty as much. not shitty. Like, yeah. not being concerned about her piece of shit husband. Yeah. And maybe she's less toxic when her husband's less toxic. I would assume so. Maybe what happened was Stella realized that her husband was garbage. And mm-hmm. so she started an Etsy store making uh-huh. something. So she has her own income. She's not relying on him. Yeah. And then she found a guy who actually loves himself, and they're just really good partners together. Like, they just really like each other. That's very possible. I feel like she sells... I think she got a cricket. I think she got a cricket, and she started making, like, um, sleds that say fancy things on them that can hang on your wall in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Or... That say, like, live, laugh, love. Yeah. Or Merry Christmas. Or, like, sled or die. <laughs> she has a few sled my, or die ones. <laughs> my other guess is that she makes things out of, like, animal bones. Oh, that's a little, like, I, that they, one sounds cooler. <laughs> they make her really fucking hardcore. Like, they do. She's, her character is not faint of heart. Yeah. She's the person that takes pearls and carves them into skulls and makes beautiful jewelry. She absolutely is. <laughs> Because it takes a lot of patience, and it she does. has so much patience. She was married and to somehow <laughs> Harry Mud got past got it. Past. <laughs> like we're giving her such a backstory for being a robot in the wall, <laughs> but she's a real person. Stella deserves better. Stella deserves better. She does. I agree with you. Okay, so um, she's off happy with her Etsy store and her husband. Mm-hmm. Um. So and her lover and her, Not her lo- husband. That's true. She didn't get married again. Yeah. Her but husband. What's the point? Her husband is on a fucking planet fucking Alice. Her new partner, he because they're her partner, mm-hmm. um, they just respect her for who she is and they don't need to get married. No. One needs to no. put a ring on it to show how committed they are. Yeah, what are labels even? What, what are they? What's the law even? Who cares? <laughs> they're, they're happy. domestic partners at this point. Yeah, they're happy. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, he has turned her off and told her to shut up, and he finally gets the final word, and then everyone is shown to their room. Uh, and they, <laughs> Kirk and everyone starts talking to the robots, to the Alice's, and they're like, well, oh, no, it's Norman, actually. Norman's there with them. And yeah. he's like, so who even made you? And he's like, well, we have our makers. They it was w- the makers, idiot. Yeah, our makers made us. Dummy. Thank you. Yeah, um, And on some planet called Andromeda. But our home planet had Well, a that was sun. our galaxy was oh. Andromeda. Yes. So right. essentially what happens is they're in the Andromeda galaxy, which is so fucking far away from us. It couldn't even, it's not the same galaxy. It's a different one. And so far away. So they far were away. like sent out to like get more people to serve or whatever. And then their planet supernova. Yeah, the, well, the sun supernova. Oh, yeah, the sun supernova. And so they were like, well, so makers aren't dead. And they were like, no, 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 the makers are fucking dead. Most of them are dead. Well, because like, I think Kirk's trying to be like, maybe they're survivors. And no, they're like, oh. there's no fucking survivors. The makers are fucking dead. <laughs> but. But we we're like we're like the dandelions sent away from your yeah. yard. Like we were now we're, we're in s- your neighbor's yard trying yeah. to make some plants. We're supposed to. We just want to serve. We just want to make happy people. And then we found humans, humans. which are so cool. Like but yeah, definitely the makers are fucked. Yeah, because our whole planet supernova. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so, exit Norman. And the girls are there, Alice's, and they're just like, uh, we have an extensive library and science room and everything that you could ever want. And feel free to visit They them. don't say this in a British accent. I don't know why Sarah did that, but that's this not what they do. This is what they sound like to They me. sound just like this. Just like this. I don't know why. They're perfectly splendid. But they're not okay. at all. They're just saying. They're weird. We hope you enjoy. They, they sound like robots. Yeah, but how do you say extensive library? It, it comes out in a British accent. No, say it. it doesn't. Say extensive it. library. An extensive library. Extensive library. An extensive library. In Sarah's head, <laughs> you can't say those words without being British. So, anyway. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I've never heard an American say extensive library. Exactly. Like, we don't accept them. The, except for the robot. Yeah, we don't have those. <laughs> We're fucking uneducated. Only British people do. Yep. Yep. Um, they are free to visit them at any time. And Kirk's like, okay, well, you guys can go now. And they're like, why would we leave? <laughs> we are, in unison. Yeah. Why would you want us to go? Yeah. And he goes... Because I don't like you. <laughs> and then he does this, like, hands up. He goes, yeah, out of my, out of here. And they just, like, kind of look at each other, like, uh, okay. I guess we're leaving now. But yeah. the way he goes, he's like, we don't like you. It's kind of funny, though. <laughs> it was, it was funny. Again, was... this is the least I've hated Kirk this entire yeah. Two, well, one and a half seasons. Two seasons in. He could have been good. That's all I'm saying. He didn't have to be shitty. They made him shitty. Oh, yeah. He could have been less dismissive. He could have been like, uh, I just, I gotta pee. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, but it was. <laughs> because I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, because we don't like you. Oh, he does say boop, we. Boop, boop. Yeah. Because we don't yeah. like you. Uh, and then... Wait, they, they don't even argue. They're like, well, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, I guess we go. Okay. Um, Peace. And then he's kind of talking to, to everyone, and he's like, so what do we think about this? And Chekhov's like, I think we're in pretty big trouble. And he's like, well, that's really helpful, Bones. And Bones is like, I think we're... I agree. <laughs> we're in pretty big trouble. And he's like, Spock, and if you say we're in trouble... And Spock's like... I think we're in trouble. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, Captain, but I think I do think we're in trouble. Uh, but he says also that they, there has to be some sort of central control system. Like, there's no way that they have independent thought for some reason yeah, that I don't understand. This is the hive mind, so we got to find, like... The hive. The hive. Yes. Well, not the hive. The queen. King. Yeah, we, we gotta find the central control. Yeah, the this central is a hive control mind. Unit. Something is in the middle here. Let's find Let's go look. the center of the Tootsie Pop. Yeah, the, the, the Tootsie Roll center of the Tootsie Pop. It yeah. doesn't even take three licks. Because no. the first lick is Spock and then... Oh, yeah, it's Spock in another yeah. room researching with... There's two guys in the back with their giant packages. Well, yeah, the, what, what, they, what Kirk says is like, all right, everybody... Go, go get information. Look, everybody, go find this. And they all split off and find information. And Spock finds the most important information right fucking away. He's in a room. Immediately. <laughs> There's like three pedestals, but one really important there pedestal. There are three packages. There's three There's three packages. packages, and one of the packages 
is hidden behind a pedestal. It's hidden behind a pedestal. <laughs> With a big glowy thing on it's it. It's Norman. It's Norman. Who is just like, there's a giant fucking crystal. Yeah. And he just keeps like. Hanging out with it. Touching the crystal, like, up and down. He's, like, caressing it. He's caressing this giant fucking crystal that lights up sometimes. It's literally a crystal. I feel a little like Gail right now. Yeah, it's, like, undulating to this crystal. It's the hottest crystal. How you like my crystal now? Oh, I know you You like it. You see it glowing? like my crystal. Glowing for you, (laughs) big man. That's not, what, that's not what Spock says Spock at all. Spock says that's an interesting device, <laughs> which I think would have been exactly what Gail wanted him to say. <laughs> that's what Wayne would have said. Yeah. Interesting, interesting de- device, isn't it, Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to see what my wanna, device can do? Do you want to feel the vibrations of my crystal? <laughs> also one of them. Yeah, well, anything filmed in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> Supernatural, all yeah. those. But, okay. <laughs> okay. The point is... <laughs> mm-hmm. We gotta move on. <laughs> so, um... This Wait, is... I have to pee again. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, guys. <clears throat> I've collected myself. We went pee. Uh, there is a very small sliver on a Venn diagram between Star Trek listeners and Letterkenny listeners that yep. are going to think that last bit was funny. Yeah. But it was very funny. <laughs> if you believe yourself to fit into that small sliver, hit us up. We've got a webpage. We've got an email. <clears throat> We've got a Facebook we got a and Facebook. Instagrams. We can do more Gaylor impressions if needed. We, we <laughs> No, we just voluntarily. We, yeah. we, we can do those. We're actually just going to do them anyway. And we also are always looking for people to come on with us. Yeah. We love guests. They make the episodes so much more interesting, I think. I actually agree. And I wish Mackin were here. Mackin. <sighs> It's not his fault. He has he has a story. Yeah, it is. Whatever. Oh, what? Like fifteen years ago, you bought a comic book store, and now you can't hang out with now us anymore. Now you're too good for our podcast. Yeah, that you did. A, I feel like, like a it's month his ago. fault. It's it's his fault. Yep. Okay. So we're at that crystal, and Spock finds it very interesting. Um, and he says, "How many of you does this control?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, this is like our central hub, yeah, so it's, it's just like every. Buddy it's or... all of us. And, and but also, I'm not going to tell you. Well, he does say, 
207,809 ish ish robots he he didn't say ish no <laughs> he just said that number he said a very specific number yeah and he's like it controls all of you and then norman sits there for a second and you can see like all of the calculations running in the background and his little necklace with a one on it is lighting up everybody has a necklace with their number by the way <laughs> norman is number one of normans normal normans Yep. Which there is only one. Yep. Um, and his necklace is lighting up and he goes, I can't answer that question. And then we go to a new scene where there, he, it's, it's mud showing Kirk like these beautiful models that he's made and they're wearing pink and their dresses are better. I'm giving these women a better rating than the Alice's. And he says they're For names. fashion. Yeah, for, for fashion. fashion. For fashion. Um, like, they all kind of look like they're gonna poop their pants for some reason. Like, they're, like, biting their lips, like, looking... Their lips are kind of pursed, and their eyebrows are up real hard. Like, they... Things are happening, and they're out of their control, and they're not sure what to do about it. Yeah. And they're wearing dresses, so you're gonna see. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) but... So they're... These are the Sandras, or the... Kate, Katie's. I don't know what their names are. I didn't write them down. I didn't either. Um, they're a specific model yeah. of what Mud thinks are hot chicks. Yeah, he's like, we also have Phoebe's, and we also have Pipers, and we also have my particular favorite, the Annabelle. Yes, the Annabelles. I, like, I'm. I was picking charmed characters for some reason, but yeah, they're, they they, that wasn't their names. That wasn't their names at all. No, there was no pages, no prues. Um. But they all had girls' names. And then he, and then Kirk says, don't you believe in boy androids? And you know what, Kirk? I don't think any android has a gender. Yeah, androids don't have genders. Androids are robots. Yeah, there's no genders. I mean, if they can get to some kind of consciousness, maybe they get to decide. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like these androids in particular were at that level. They no, were they're programmed. Programmed. They're, they're working through their programming and they're... They're, they're below data. By oh, far. yes. They are not... If this had been like a data... Like, I believe data thinks he... Like, he... Not thinks. I'm not going to say that. He identifies as a male. As a male. And that's who he is. He's, and he's, he's a dad. He's fully functional. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he, his pronouns are he, him. Yeah. That makes sense to me. These are, oh, you put a dress on me. I, I'm apparently supposed to have sex with you. I must be a girl. Like, yeah. I don't even under, like. Feminine and masculine modeled. Yeah. I don't even think they understand the idea of gender or sexuality. They just are programmed to do what they're programmed to do. I'm just going to right here say that gender is construct and these robots don't have it (laughs) yeah they they don't have the concept of a construct exactly they have programming and they are programmed to do what their makers wanted them to do and then one of their makers now is mud which unfortunately for them made a lot of them look like human females super gross (laughs) yeah so uh He's like, uh, how, how, how long do these bodies last? Ahura asked that. Ahura's like, wow, this oh, is yeah. pretty this cool. Is and then 
she's like, well, like, how long do these androids last? And one of the Alice is like, well, we've never had a broken model, but it's like, it's going to probably last for like 500,000 years. Yeah, she's like, like, we shouldn't start biodegrading or whatever would happen to robots yeah. in space. I don't exactly know what it would be. Yeah, it takes 500,000 years to even start breaking down. Yeah. We've never had it happen before. Like, we just get to look like this forever. But we could put a human brain into one of our bodies and have it literally last for... It's like immortality and immortal beauty you could yeah. have. And she does have a look on her face. Like, she does. They uh-huh. put her, like, against a wall and it's just her face and she's looking all like daydreamy, like, mm-hmm. oh, I could be forever beautiful. And then it shows Kirk, and he's like, there's a light on his face, and he's like noticing that she's into this idea. Yeah, he's noticing her noticing this. Yeah, it's very like a foreshadowing yeah. of what could happen later. It's a red herring, as Dan would say. I wish Dan were here. Well, it, it's this not whole the same... episode's about how I wish Dan was here. Th- this probably. Yeah, it is. <laughs> New title. Wish Dan was here. Wish Dan was here. Wish Dan was here. I hope you listen to this, Mac, and I feel real fucking guilty <laughs> that you chose your livelihood. Your stupid fucking comic book shop. That you own and... And have to have open. Like all a, the time. Like a good person. Bitch. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. It's like a red herring, though, because it's, it's there to lead you astray. Yes. Yeah, it's... Correct. And so... Spoilers. <laughs> no, no. We didn't know that it was a red herring, and I fell for it. By yeah. the way, totally fell into that. No, we we all did. Because, yeah. you know why we fell into it? Because of our preconceived notions of, of this what show. this show was capable of. Yeah, I didn't think this show was going to be as good as it was. Okay, anyhow. Okay, so, um, we go to a new scene where Spock is telling Kirk everything he learned about Norman. And uh, the 207,809 other robots. Well, 808 other robots. And um, then enters Bones and Mud. And Bones is like, this place is fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, fuck. This is awesome. I could- they got shit in this lab I've never even dreamt of. This is fucking amazing. Fucking killer, dude. It's fucking Fuck rad. Yeah. And so, um, then, in walks a lady, and she's dragging in Scotty, who's yelling, and she, like, throws Scotty into the room. She, like, gently tosses him, and he fucking flies. Yeah, well, she's a robot. She's very strong. Like, they, they, they present that she is definitely a robot, and with super human everything, because he, she just, like, flicks her wrist and he, like, it's like Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah. Let Scotty come over. Let Scotty come into the room. <laughs> he crashes into, I think it's Kirk and Bones. Yeah. And then he sees Mud, and he's, like, super mad. And he's like, Mud, you son of a bitch. That's you scallywag. Yeah, that's how everybody greets him. It's like, hairy fucking Mud, you son of a bitch. Fuck. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And why the fuck am I here? And that's what Kirk's question is. He's like, hey, I ordered you to stay on the ship. And he's like, yeah, well, she came up to the ship and yeah. fucking forced me to come down here. Yeah, obviously, if I could have stayed on the fucking ship, Captain Kirk, I would have stayed I on fucking the fucking would've. ship. Because you goddamn told me to. Yeah, that's my fucking orders, you oh, piece of shit. Jesus, everyone's such a bitch right now. 
That's what Scotty's saying. Um, and then uh, Kirk finds out that his whole fucking crew over the last two hours has been sent down and been replaced with like a dozen well, robots. So what happens is Scotty gets thrown in and, and that's when we learn that like the entire crew has been sent down. Yeah, over the last two hours. And Kirk is like obviously super mad about this and he throws, well he like quickly walks mud over to a wall and is choking him. Yeah, he pins him against it with, like, choke. And he's, like... Choke hold. Because mud, mud was, like... Oh, my beers are gone. Mine, too. Oh, I'll get you another one. That'd be great. Fantastic. So what, we, what happens is Kirk is, like, wait, my entire crew is down here? There can't be a crew down here because... The Someone Enterprise. Has to be on the Enterprise. Yeah, we need a crew on that fucking ship that, like, is my fucking wife. Apparently, yeah. There's no other way that this works my unless my beautiful lady, my beautiful lady. Spoilers, um. But we basically, he's like, you, you can't have my crew down here. The ship is gonna crash. Like, it needs a crew. And Mud's like, oh, don't you worry about that. There's a crew. They're just all androids. Yeah. Like, don't fucking worry about it. Actually. I'm the captain now. Yeah. And so Kirk obviously gets really, really mad. And he, like, rushes Mud and kind of slowly pushes him against a wall and is choking him. Although, Mud probably has a good 75 pounds on Kirk. Oh, yeah. There's I no way think he that he could definitely just crush him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. At least get his way out of that. He's, yeah. But so Kirk is like, Kirk's now. Mad. He mad and he's strangling, he's choking Mud against the wall, and it, Mud's like, um, yeah, I've got all of the power now. Yeah, actually, but I have your ship. I've got your ship. I I know you're you seem upset. <laughs> uh, that it's sucks. Cause I'm better than you though, and that's my ship now. But also, I'm 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 out. You guys are gonna stay here, and I'm 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 just leaving. Yeah. I gotta go. I have a full android fleet. They listen to everything I tell them to do. So yeah. I can go wherever I want to. This is super yeah. fun. Who's going to stop me? No, nope, not you, Kirk. Yeah. And then he's like, well, Starfleet will. And and he's like, well, will Starfleet, though? Because I'm in their fastest ship. So <laughs> joke's yep. on you. They can stop me if they can catch me, yeah. which they fucking can't. And then he exits. Oh. Now my ship is controlled by androids. Also, who- so it's better. <laughs> yeah, like, remember that one time I locked you out of your ship and you couldn't do fucking anything? With an android? With one android? With one android? Now there's 12. <laughs> there's a whole fucking bunch of them. And they're fast learners, so yeah. I'm not worried. And he Fuck le- off, Kirk. He leaves. Yeah. And Spock says, he's basically right. Like, yeah. he can do all those things. Um, So, I'm gonna read. Uh... I think we go to Chekhov now. Oh, wait, yeah, because he, the, the, it end, the scene ends on Spock saying, like, he's correct, and he, and Kirk says, well, what's my crew going to do when they find out that they can have anything they've ever wanted? And that's when we go to Chekhov, who's sitting in this chair, like the throne, basically. Who we have established as kind of an insecure tw- early 20-ish boy. He also has a girlfriend, though. Well, for that one time. For that one episode, we probably never see her yeah. again. We we know that he really likes shladies. The shladies. He's into the shladies. It's true. We we know that he's a young pup. He's a little green. We 
that that's been established over and over again that he is only seen as green. Yep. And so he's sitting on the throne, on Mud's throne, and there's an Alice on either side. Yes. Two Alice's with their legs up. And I think they put their legs up so their butts look good. I'm pretty convinced of this. Like, they just want to be good looking. Be at that. <laughs> oh, that's how Mrs. McMurray. Where are you going? She doesn't know where she's going. There's nothing back there. <laughs> so he's like sitting on the throne. He was like, oh, hmm. In this mm. shitty, shitty Russian accent. Yeah, that he has. Yeah. And uh, they and he, they keep being like, do you deserve, Lord, do what do you, what, what do you desire, my Lord? Lord? Yes. My Lord. What would you, what would you like? Anything else? They brought him like a drink or whatever. And he's like, I wish you were. And I fucking I don't know why this bothers me so much because they are androids. You, you do know why it bothers you I do so know. much. But they're androids. They're, they are not real people at all. But he says, I wish you were real girls. And I just don't care for that. Yeah. It feels pretty shitty. It feels dirty. It, it feels gross. But he's like, well, this is awesome except for you're not real girls. You're not real girls. And they're like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but what do you mean we're not real? Like, we, we were programmed by mud. And he, and he, like, reams off this whole, like, do you mean you were programmed to be girls by the lecherous, disgusting, revolting? Yeah, like, he, all these words that are, like, that. deviant mud. mud and then they go... Yes, my lord. Yes, my and he lord. goes, ha ha, this is better than... I could have imagined. No. Or, yeah. He says Kiernigrad? He says something that... Something Kier- Russian. Blah, 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 blah. It's probably... This is better than the Garden of Eden just outside of Moscow. <laughs> this is better than Russian whore town. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it means, but he's no like, oh, this is even better. And he raises his eyebrows and drinks and yeah. <laughs> Cut scene. <laughs> and then... Scotty says that the shiny thing is great. It's like a, it's like a tower with some lights in it. And he's like, oh, it's so rad. Because he's being shown, like, all the engineering stuff that he could do. And Norman's just like, you can command us to create whatever you want. Or you can do all the work yourself. Like, it's literally a win-win. If that's your bag, if you just want to invent shit, invent away. If you want us, like, let's say you're inventing something and you're stuck on how to invent one thing. We'll make it for you so you can, like, get on with your invention. Like, this is... We're so rad. ...a perfect workshop. And yeah. Scotty is fucking blown away. He's like, holy shit. This is... I've never even imagined things could be this cool. And then Kirk walks in and he's like, Captain, fucking... This place is goddamn awesome. Yeah, fuck every... Like, this is amazing. And something we didn't really talk about is, like... I guess technically humans still have all of this somehow at the end, but they don't have Norman. Like, what? How do they still have Andrew? We'll get to that that question that I don't understand. No, they don't. They don't. They do still have androids. Not on the ship. No, but like this planet, they make new androids. How do they do that if the central control unit's broken? Oh. Well, we'll ask that question at the end, maybe, if we get back there. Um, That is giving the writers a lot of credit. I just, I find it crazy. Um, So. I appreciate that. That's what I appreciate about you. (laughs) That I ask the hard questions. (laughs) You ask the hard questions, Sarah. (laughs) 
Um, so Kirk calls. Sh- he has like a meeting, basically. Um. Oh yeah. In his so like they're all, all the- back in the bedroom. Yes. And I led him to eventually. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they all have the same bedroom, and he's like, "So, um, what what's going on, guys?" Yeah, he's like, "What like." We need to do stuff, right? And then Chekhov is like, oh, "This is a pretty awesome gilded cage." Like, yeah, everybody's like, <laughs> "This is actually really cool." Chekhov one hundred percent got off like an hour before this, at least one once. time. Yeah, at like, least he once. was. He's living his fantasies. He's had sex with two different fleshlights that were shaped like women. Yeah, like. It's pretty... With the same name and the same eyebrows. That's fun. <laughs> okay. But Kirk, <laughs> Kirk, is, Kirk is like, um, guys, how are we getting out of here? And Chekhov's right. like, yeah. why would I want to? Like, this is a very beautiful a gilded very cage. very beautiful. Very. Yeah. And Kirk's I, like, this is still a fucking cage. Well, we have to leave. Her, I just want to point out at this point, is also like, they also said I could have immortality. Yeah. Seems like, rad. And like, I'm super pretty, and that seems super cool. I'm already beautiful. Could yeah. you imagine if I was beautiful forever? Which, forever. by the way, Michelle is still gorgeous. She's still beautiful. She's still a beautiful human, no matter how old she gets. She's very pretty. She's so pretty. Like, it's just a thing. You don't get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so... Not- not how age works. So, Al- uh, Anne Alice walks in, and she's like, how may I serve you? And Kirk's like, give me my fucking shit back. How about you give me my shit? I want my fucking shit back. And, and she's like, well, no, no, I can't do that. Uh, well, but, like, anything else? And yeah. he's like, well, you're programmed to serve, right? Do you want to give me happiness? That's what it is. And she's like, well, what is happiness? He's like, well... Happiness. I'm unhappy without my fucking ship. Yeah. And she's like, well, what is unhappy? And he's like, well, it's how I feel because I don't have my fucking ship. It's when my desires and needs aren't met. Yeah. And Spock actually steps in. That's what yeah. he says. Humanoids become unhappy when their needs and desires are not being met. Yeah. And she says, well... Um, that tracks. That tracks. And then she does some calculating when they're talking yeah, about the that, ship. That makes sense. And she's like, "The ship is not feelings, and therefore I don't understand." Still, and, and you can't want that. You can't want your ship because yeah. it's not. It's not feelings. Yeah. And he says, "My ship is a beautiful lady, and I want her." And, and that's this- my wife. And fuck you. I have definitely fucked that. Turned ship. down. First of all, <laughs> I've been on the bridge by myself. I was all by myself. I was alone. I was all by myself. I was thinking of ship. Of ship. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Atlas ends up having like a Do you a know break. who Kirk ships? <laughs> he ships his ship. Kirk ship ship? He ship ship. Kirk ship ship? He ship ship. <laughs> but basically what happens is Kirk says awkwardly like that's my beautiful lady wife yeah and she's like does not compute (laughs) i don't get it and she shuts down for like so what happens is when they're thinking their little crystal necklaces blink crystals are kind that's a that's giving it a lot of grace it's plastic i'm very graceful (laughs) gracious gracious i am a gracious graceful person. Um, so basically, like, anytime that they're, like, the the androids are, like, thinking because they're, they're being slightly challenged, their little 
plastic squares on their chest necklaces. They're they numbers. blinked with their number numbers. <laughs> which is like black Times New York font yeah. printed onto it. Times New York, I like that. Not Times Roman. No, New York New it's, York font. Okay. Times Roman is one also, but Times New York was like one of the oh. big fonts. That was one of my favorites. It's not Comic Sans. It's not. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck <laughs> Comic Sans. Anyhow, so the, the necklace, when they're thinking blinks like they get this like dumb stare off to the side and the necklace blinks and they usually they like snap back with the orders or what they're gonna say but this particular time the necklace goes solid and they just keep she keeps staring off into nothing and then it takes like i don't know like a second yeah it takes like five seconds and then she she goes I'm not going to answer that fucking question. Fuck you. While she's thinking, she says, illogical, Norman, calculate, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, this is where Kirk starts putting together that she's, like, computing with Norman. Yeah. Which becomes important later, kind of. But they're also seeing that, like, they they don't know. Like, they, they have to calculate things. And if it doesn't make sense, it confuses their programming because what fucking doesn't confuse robots in this yeah it's basically we learned that like if you confuse the androids just like a tiny bit in star trek in well yeah any episode in any episode of tos they get fucked and so she says the word that's really nice i know norman she says norman and so that's when kirk goes Whoa, oh, something's Norman. going on here. Like, why would you call it Norman? It's like, Norman. Normal Norman. He's nothing to see here. Yeah, but like, okay, so if you and I owned a fucking planet for some reason, I would have a code name for you at least. I, he's normal I wouldn't just Norman. say, That's Sarah, his- how do I do stuff? I wouldn't do that. They're not trying to fool us, though. I think that's the thing. Um, We... She is programmed to serve, blah, blah, blah. She's not understanding. Um, and then she says, I I can't answer your question, basically. And so she leaves. And she's like, we we have more to study. And she goes away. She gets, like, all, she gets all weird. Yeah. And then she's like, I gotta go. I gotta go, by the way. And so then Kirk says, McCoy, did you have a chance to do psychological readings on the androids? Do androids have psychology? Yeah. No, they don't. And they know that, like, not, like, we don't even have that technology yet. We don't. We're getting closer. But if somebody were like, Sarah, analyze your computer for their personality, I'd be like, well, there's, that's a computer. Like, even Alexa. Alexa has the personality she was programmed to have. Yeah. There's no personality. She does have a little bit of sass in her sometimes. Yeah. But and that's like, programming. It's still pro- Even AI is programming that you're letting make its own programming, basically. Yeah. And, like, but he says that there's no vices, no fears. They're perfect. They just are made to serve. Yep. That, so, apparently, he can, like process their psychology somehow even though he's a doctor not a psychologist nope or an engineer (laughs) or or a computer scientist so 
Uh, they have no feelings. Their only purpose is to make us happy. Yep. And then Kirk says, interesting. And Spock says, fascinating. And we go to Mud. And he is leaving in 24 hours. And he's so fucking excited. He's like, I'm packing my bags. I'm going. Yeah. Hey, robot bitches, take my bags to, to the, the ship. ship. Take and it up. Fuck you guys. Kirk comes, out. Kirk comes in and he's like, oh, Kirk, how's it going? You need anything? What's going on? He's like, yeah, I want my ship. And he's like, ha, ha, you're so funny. My ship now. I'm heading out. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. Drink. Um, And then he turns on his robot wife and she's super naggy again. She's like, you've been drinking again. And yeah. She like leans in and sniffs him. Yeah. You've been drinking again. Oh, you. My mother said I never should have married you. you. All the same thing she said last time. And yep. he pushes the button and he says, shut up. And it closes. And he's like, ah, I guess I'm going to yeah. miss that part. That, that's the only thing. And so he says, send my bags to the ship. And then the robots are like, nah, I don't think we're going to do that. And he goes, what? That was... One of the best parts of the episode, honestly. You guys think I'm exaggerating. Oh, God, it was so good. It's exactly what he does. It's so ridiculous. It's very, very slapstick, campy. Like, there's even a part later on where he gets pushed down, and it's just so, like, over the top, like, feet over his head. Like, total wackity schmackity do. Yeah. Um, so he then finds out that the androids have decided that mud is flawed. Um, but they need to they need to help people because the whole species is actually flawed, just like mud. Like yeah. we all fucking suck and they're just gonna make us better. Yeah, they're going to serve humanity by fixing by fixing them. humanity. They're so- gonna make humanity dependent on them so that they can fix all of the bullshit that humanity does. Which by the way, they're not super wrong. Yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not wrong. I mean, it, it is wrong. What they're doing is wrong, but they're not wrong. Yeah, because you shouldn't do anything non-consensually. Yes. They're correct in that humanity is full of bullshit. But you And that their choices would probably be better. Yeah, you can't, they're not logical choices, but you still, you know, freedom. Yeah. You, you no, get a- to make your own terrible choices. And sometimes those terrible choices affect other people, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, sometimes it's heroin, yeah. and you break into your parents' house and steal their TV and sell it. So, we have, um, no one's obeying Mud anymore. He's like, this is fucking bullshit, and he goes to, like, leave, and he gets pushed over by Alice, and that's when he does his feet over she his head She just kind thing. of flicks him. Yeah. She just, like, flicks him, and then he, like, flies across the room, which is kind of awesome, actually. Yeah. Like, the androids have real fucking power. He flies across the room on the ground, and then he's just like, "Oh, okay, I'm sad." And so they're they're like, "You're greedy and corrupt, and you can't just roam this universe alone. Like, you need us to take care yeah, of you." You suck. Um. So we go to a new room where everyone's together, including all the humans are together, including um Mud now and. Kirk's like, this would be amusing and all, except for the threat against humanity. Yeah. <laughs> less, less funny. Yeah, that's not quite as funny. Yeah. And Spock agrees that they they must make haste and figure out their plan and see what they're going to do. And uh, Bones... My notes were, he got to figure this out before they're fucked. It's actually accurate. Yeah. Make haste. And Bones is super mad at Mud because he got him into the situation. 
And uh, Scotty says that there's no way that these machines can have independent thought. And that's when they decide that it must be Norman, who's like their one component. Which they already Spock brought up earlier. Much earlier. There (laughs) has to be a central thing. There's got to be something in the middle. But somehow, when Scotty says it, there's got to be a pivot point. There's got to be one in the middle. They're like, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, it must be Norman. We should find it. It's I Norman. Mean, I'm it's sure probably it is. Norman. Yeah. Like, he's number one. His necklace says fucking one. One. Well, it's, one of the Alice's says one, too, but she's Alice one. But there's only one, one Norman. Norman. Like, yeah. And there's two of the other packages. And he was so. the one that was standing on the crystal that was vibrating that was like... He's the gayler of the crystal. Yeah. <laughs> he's also... I want to point out the one that was on the ship that brought them there. Like, he's pretty important. Which, actually, now that I think That's about stupid. it, why would you say why would you, why would you put your hub onto another ship? God damn it. Put Alice number two. Yeah, send Alice 500 there. God, she doesn't. Ooh, wait, you know why? Maybe he doesn't need the necklace because he's the hub. Because he didn't have the necklace on That's as true. Norman. That's true. But they all needed their neck because that's their connection because they're actually just robots connecting with them. Okay. Fine. It's still fucking it's stupid. Still dumb. But why didn't they just hail Enterprise there? Enterprise would have gone if they sent an absolutely. SLS. 100%. SLS Enterprise. SLS Enterprise. SLS Enterprise. They would have sent the Enterprise. Yeah. It's okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, Does, doesn't fucking matter. It- doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. So, um, where are we? We learned that they're essentially a hive mind and that Norman is the hub. Like, he's central. Yeah. And then Kirk, Kirk plan, Kirk comes up with the plan. And oh, we, yes. we don't exactly know the, like, we the don't details know the of the plan. He's like, hey... Essentially, what we should, like, we've got to, like, wackety-schmackety-do these bitches. Like, we got to get weird. Yeah, and all we know is that he says, Harry, do you want to be part of our plan? And Harry's like, of course, I'm very good at planning things. And then, this part's less cool, but it's still... <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense. It's it still sense. supposed to be funny, but he's like, yeah, I want to be part of the plan. And they're like, okay. And they, yeah, cool. So the person on each arm, and then Bones comes at him with a syringe, and he's like, I meant more as, like, sage advice. And then he gets drugged, and he passes yeah. out. <laughs> but I also think that they, like, Harry's a shady fucking character. He's shady. His role is to be unconscious. He cannot possibly fuck up. He can't be trusted being sick no and that's the crux of their plan is they go to the androids and they're like whoa dude this also makes no fucking sense mud's hurt <laughs> this dude is gonna die unless we get him back to the enterprise because which Ma- mccoy stuffs on the enterprise which makes no sense because mccoy already went wow this look is at the all coolest- the stuff they have yeah. <laughs> this is the coolest fucking room i've ever been if every that's pretty much what you have to do with this because they they drugged Harry to try to like get him back to the Enterprise and they were like and this is again post Bones being like this is the coolest fucking coolest shit I've fucking, ever fucking seen. They have everything we could ever want ever. And they're like no 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 this dude's dead if we don't get him back to the Enterprise Enterprise we gotta he's gonna go. die. 
And so she says, she calculates. She does the thing where she, like, goes into her head and her necklace lights up. I have to observe. And he's like, okay. So they go back. And he's like, look at, look at him. Look at how, like, he's super passed out. Um, yeah, that dude's not even awake. And she's like, oh, I guess he is. And then Ahura jumps up. And she goes, they're lying. And she's like, she's recalculating against Alice. And then Ahura says, they've drugged mud to trick you to letting them get back on the Enterprise. Yeah, they're fucking with you. And, and Kirk's like, her, why? Yeah, why are you? He looks betrayed. And he she's looks... like, no, I just, I. They're going to let me live forever. Yeah, I want to be beautiful. I want to look like this forever. with my fucking smashing eyeliner and my goddamn green hoops for eternity. I want to be so hot it hurts forever. Yeah, forever. For fucking ever. So, and the... fuck you guys. I'm turning you in. They'll give me what I want. Fuck you guys. And the robot's like, thank you, Ahura. We'll have your body ready by the end of the week. You're going to live for fucking ever. Yeah. You're welcome. I might turn in my friends to live forever. Now, I would say like the C friends. Yeah, C friends. Acquaintances. Like the ones that I don't see every day that I I can just write off. (laughs) I would probably, no, I couldn't even. I know them too well. I know enough about their lives that I couldn't be like, no, I truly, I don't think I'd want to live forever and it would be a mistake, but I can see the allure. I can barely handle this life. (laughs) This life's hard. It's (laughs) very complex. Yeah. And I... Could you imagine 500,000 years? Yeah, and aging is, like, the least of my concerns. (laughs) I don't even care that I'm old. I actually love that I have gray hair. I'm I'm into it. I don't hate my wrinkles, my fine lines. I don't have gray hairs yet. I I do. I assume they're going to come. I assume it. I know. You've got... I can see it. You got so much. You got plenty. gray. So... (laughs) I don't have them. So, guys. Kirk is betrayed by Ahura wanting to live forever. And he's so mad. And he's the, so mad. And the android's like, thank you, Ahura. And she leaves. And then Kirk's like, Ahura! And he, like, approaches her. And I was so fucking annoyed by this storyline for, like, a, all of it. A minute. All of it. Like, the whole minute that it was happening. Yep. And then he, like, puts his hands on her shoulders and he lifts her up and he goes, that was beautiful. Yeah. And you're like, at least me, because I didn't see it coming. And the show doesn't surprise me often. And she's like, I almost believed it myself, Captain. And she does look really proud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, the whole thing I know. was really well. It was. Yeah. It was well done. It was well done. Don't I was... tell. Don't repeat that. Don't tell your cousin I said that. <laughs> it was really well done. I actually, I was impressed. I was like, oh, she's part of, the, she she's actually it. the crux of the plot. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's not that I had little faith in Ahura. It's no, that I had, I had little faith in the writers. Yeah. I thought they were going to do her dirty and they yeah. didn't. They didn't. They made it seem like the, these like almost omniscient robots would fall for the mud plot which obviously they wouldn't yeah they wouldn't do that but when ahura jumped on board was like they're lying these guys they're liars i want to be beautiful forever 
then that's when the robots were like, oh, shit, yeah, because the only people that they have studied is Mud, who is a... Who would do that? Who would absolutely... He's very yeah. egocentric. He betrays people. So their knowledge of humanity is Mud, who will sell his own mother for, you know, what What do they say later? He, he basically says... He told he tells Kirk that... Or Spock that he couldn't sell his mother snake oil. Yeah. That's not exactly what he says. And then Spock's like, why would I want to sell my mother snake oil? And he's like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Their only understanding of humanity is, is that... mud. Is mud. <laughs> and so when Ahura jumps in and is like, fuck all this. They're all terrible bastards. They're like, oh, a fresh breath of honesty. I understand you. Oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Because I also would want eternal youth and beauty. She's yeah. right. Yes. This makes sense. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, all of this happens, and then he says, we're gonna, the next step of the plan is to take the Alice's on a trip through Wonderland. And this is where shit gets weird, and I'm kind of gonna fast forward. Yeah, because it's so weird. They just, like, stomp, dance, (laughs) happy themselves. They, like, blue man group their way through the end of this episode. (laughs) Or, like, Cirque du Soleil. I'm not sure which. It's a solid combination of both because it's, it's none it's, of it makes any sense. It's a Vegas show. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's, you saw it in Vegas. They're being very um, flitty and lighthearted and contrarian and very... And the way it starts, we should we should start with this, is now Kirk's in a room and he's sitting on the chair that Chekhov was in. And he's got an Alice on each side. And everyone enters, everyone being all the humans, and they are doing all of that weird stuff. Playing fake flutes, dancing around, but there's no music, there's no sound. It's very, like, Shakespearean play, because there's no sounds, but they're still doing all these motions. Yes, and they're all very committed to their roles. Yeah. None of these people are actors, technically, no. but they're committed to these roles. Yep. And they're, and the Alice's are like, why are, why are they doing this? And he's like, they're celebrating. And they're like, well, what are they celebrating? And Kirk's like, their captivity. And everything he's saying is to confuse them. Because again, Mud hated captivity. Yeah. Like, so why would they celebrate captivity? Yeah, it doesn't none make of this, any sense. None of this makes sense. And they're dancing. There's like, there's not music, but there's music sounds or yeah motions there's like it look and he's talking about the music and they're like what music and then um Chekhov says there was a wonderful dance lady and Uhura says oh yes you were a great partner and then she smacks him and they're like why did she smack him yeah he falls on the ground yeah and Kirk says because she likes him dummy duh and then he says, Chekhov, stop moving. And Chekhov jumps up and starts jumping. Oi, 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 oi. He starts doing, like, the Russian jump. Yeah, it's very strange. It's, and it's, very, it's contrarian. Everything's wrong it's and illogical. illogical. That's the big thing. And she says, you're illogical. And then the girls are broken. They, like, put their heads to the side and they're calculating forever and they never stop. Um, and then they're like, well, let's go see how Spock's doing. So they go to where Spock is. Probably great. Yeah. And, uh, the... Spock's in a room with two Alice's. And they're saying, you have a remarkable mind, Spock. 
And he's like, oh, thank you. And yeah, then, duh. And then Spock says to one after he puts his hand on her weirdly. I love you. He says, I hate you to that one. No, he says, I love you to the first one. Then he says, I hate you. He says, I hate you. And then he walks over to the other and he goes, but I love you. And then the one that he touched goes, we're identical. I think it was the opposite. I it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It does, it does not matter. matter. He loves one and he hates one. And one goes, but we're identical. And, he and says, he's like, yes, that's exactly why. That's the point. That's why I hate you. And I love her. Because that doesn't make sense. No. So, and they're like, oh, I don't get it. And then they break. And then McCoy says that this is... Uh, Working, but they're not out yet. Now they have to get to Norman and do all this with Norman. So they, they go into the main room that where the crystal was. And Norman's like, why are you guys here? And Kirk's like, I want you to surrender. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's not going to happen, dummy. I'm better than you. Yeah. Like, it's illogical. I, I'm... I'm a robot, so... Yeah, and then then things get fucking weirder than they already goddamn were because uh, they use mud to confuse the robot. And so, like, everyone starts talking like robots and mud comes in and the robots are like, what is happening here? There's some sort of weird, contradictory, illogical play going on. I don't get it. What is this? And Spock says that this is all... This all makes sense. Everything's fine. and yeah. But the robots are getting more and more confused. And then Scotty starts yelling, which was really strange. And then he's like, I'm dying. And he, like, lays down and he's dead and everyone whistles. They're, like, pointing fake their handguns. Yeah, they phaser him. With their hands. And then he's dead. <laughs> and then... And then the robot's like, he's not dead. You can't just kill him. And you don't like, have any no, weapons. No, we just did it. And they're like, no, we he's... phasered him. Yeah. And he's like, it's so sad for my dead Scotty friend. This is Kirk. And then they all laugh. We're all so sad. Ha 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 ha. Guys, it's so fucking weird. And then... Scotty jumps up. And then he fades to the background. I thought Scotty just stayed on the ground. Maybe I'm wrong. No, he jumps up. Oh, I missed and that. And then he fades back. And they're like... They say something about the explosive. Yes. Uh, Spock pulls an explosive out from a under fake, his shirt. A fake. It's nothing. It's He's air. He's cradling nothing. He he lifts out his shirt and he pulls out an explosive. Of nothing. Which is like a circle in his hand. Mm-hmm. And then I think he hands He's, it to Mud. Well, he's packing it all together. He's packing oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Kirk says... Isn't that too much? And he's like, no, 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 Captain. It's just just the right amount. And then he goes to, like, throw it to Mud. And then they make this very big scene out of how Mud should catch it. But he, like, dramatically catches it, like, yeah. behind his back. He falters. <laughs> yes. It's, and they're all like... <gasps> yeah. And then he's like... He, he, like, packs it up and he sets it down. And, and he goes to Bones and he's like, I need the fuse. And he's like, I need the blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I need the smasher or whatever. I don't remember what the word was. I think it was masher. The mashy. The mashy. The mashy. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and then he hits it like it's a golf ball. And they all go, four. And yeah. the robots are just like, what the what fuck? In the actual fuck <laughs> is happening right now? You guys think... That we're just drunk? No. That's <laughs> all real things. This is and then, a literal translation of what just happened. And then they all act like there's an explosion. And they then, fall backwards. Yeah. And then, the, and then Norman's like, 
was no explosion. Like, there's nothing here. And then Mud's like, I can't even remember what Mud says. Mud says something. And then Kirk says, Mud's lying. Harry Mud is a liar. And he's always going to lie to you. Yeah. And then Mud goes, yeah, I'm, I'm a liar. Lying. And then yeah. the robot's like, what the fuck? The robot yeah. is Mort in the episode we did with Mort, where Mort couldn't even. What the I, what the fuck is happening? My <laughs> notes right here say, they go to Norman. I want you to surrender. They riddle Norman to death. To death. So he's like, if if you're always lying and you tell me you're lying, cannot compute, cannot compute. And then smoke starts coming out of the back of his hair. And then he is dead. Yeah. So the question is, how without their central control unit could the next five minutes happen? And Mud's just like, that is, that is a valid point. <laughs> I'm, we're going to pause for a second. That is valid. The main hub, the main computer just mm-hmm. died. How do you now? How does everything from this point forward happen? Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Yep. Robot smoking can't even dies. Mud says that him and Kirk make great partners. They should have a partnership. Everything's going to be awesome. And Kirk says, I have uh, something else in mind for us. Okay, so, and now Bones is being an asshole to Spock because we're in it like a slightly different scene. And he says, Spock, you must be so unhappy that you are leaving these robots that are so much like you. Perfectly logical. Perfectly logical. And he says, and then Spock's just get he one-ups him. He really does. He's like, ah, yeah, but humans really need me right now. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to be where I'm desperately I'm needed. Desperately needed. Desperately You needed. humans obviously need me most. Yeah, way more than Vulcans. I gotta I gotta stay here and help you. Yeah, you guys are fucking terrible. And that's when really mad mud enters the scene. And he's just like WTF, man, I just found out I have to stay here. Why am yeah. I staying here? And um, then Kirk, Kirk has some well, sort of... Kirk is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is cool. So you're supposed to be in jail, but uh, I made a deal. And you're essentially kind of on parole. Like, this is your sentence now. Until you're you, not annoying anymore. Yeah, until you start stop being an irritant. This is your job. Like, you get to be here with all these beautiful serving androids. Why are the androids still there? But we don't know. But there's a catch, though. There's a catch. There's a catch. And Mud's wife comes charging out. She's his assistant. Kirk says, I made you a personal assistant. And Mud's like, that's so kind of you. Yeah. That you would do such a thing for me. And he's like, she'll serve your every need. Yeah. And then it's his wife. It's his wife. And she just starts nag, 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 nagging away. And he's like, Kirk, Kirk, no, 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 no. I can't stay here. And he goes to leave. Yeah. And And then another. Another wife. Wife. Another Stella. Comes. Stella. Yeah. Stella. (laughs) And then she's just nag, nag, nagging away. About his drinking or his philander, like it does, like it doesn't matter. She's nagging, nag, nagging, and he notices the number on her necklace. Well, that's the third one. Oh, is it the third one? He notices. And this then another, another, one. another Stella comes charging through the crowd, 
and she starts nagging him, and he looks at the necklace, and he goes, 500? It's inhuman. It's inhuman. Kurt, you wouldn't do do this to me. Yeah. Oh, and this is, like, just slightly after he's walked by every single female robot that we've seen and was like, maybe it won't be so bad if I have to stay here. Yeah. So, really, he in some way deserves this. Yeah. But also... It seems really cruel and not at all constructive to leave somebody in a toxic relationship with 500 of their abusers. Not that he's not also toxic. They're both toxic. They're both awful. You can't heal when you're staying the same. Mm -hmm. Healing takes change. So if you're leaving 500 of the same relationship, he ain't gonna heal shit. No, this isn't gonna fix anything. But everybody seems to think it's really funny. <laughs> they're, they're all like laughing and they're like, have fun, mud. <laughs> and then they leave and that's the end of the episode. Yes, it is. And here's my question to you is how did they make five fucking hundred Stellas when they killed when the Mormon? Brain, the brain was dead. <sighs> well, you know what? Not our fucking problem. It's not our fucking problem. We don't know. We're never going to know, Never going to know. It's really not that bad of an episode, though. No. Overall, not the worst. I We've seen worse. I am I am sad about the costuming. Not as yeah. good costuming. Not as... Less problematic, somehow. But it was funny, too. It was, there was it, a lot of witty banter. There, there was, was a lot of funny banter. Good banter. Um, There was a good timing, even. Like, well-delivered lines. I think Mud was a big part of that. I think Mud is really... Campy. He's campy. He, and I think Kurt got to, like, play up to the campiness. Yeah. And that was his niche. It actually, it kind of felt like a burlesque show. Minus anybody taking their clothes off. Or being hot. Or... <laughs> and Spock was there. That's fair. <laughs> he That's didn't fair. take anything off. Nothing. Though. Not even almost. I will say, there was some pretty burlesque stuff going on with that crystal. Yeah. There was, <laughs> some, there was some caressing. It was caressing this large... Pole vibrating It was. Crystal. It was... That so, crystal's vibrating. Nobody uh, was undulating around it for some reason. Uh, don't understand. Yeah. Oh, basically what we're saying, guys, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank oh, you. Live long and prosper. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>